dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. My voice is doing well, so we're going to ride with it. Yay! Been fiddling around with my game stuff lately. I got to start reading some more stuff. You know, I don't really, I mean, I have a game to play, a Monday game and the Thursday game. And I haven't played them lately, but as a game to run, I don't really have anything to run, which right now, which is kind of a little frustrating. I mean, yes, I'm recuperating from my surgery and such, but you know, it's, it's getting to the point in my recovery where my brain's starting to get a little antsy. And I may go on roll 20 just out of, oh, you know, I'm thinking of starting a small campaign with people that I know or anybody, I don't know. And just, you know, when I started saying, okay, guys, this is a learning experience for me. I never run Roll20 before. I played in it, but I never run it. But I want to get some gaming going. Let's just play some, let's do some characters and play some stuff. So, and that, I think that'll help my recovery too and just get my, my mind back in the game, I guess. Okay, we've got some more from John Allen Large, and we're going to talk about, again, you know, a little bit more on the pacing. So we'll do that after this. All right. Okay, I've got another voicemail from John Allen Large. He listened to my previous show on pacing, and he's going to weigh in on, on his thoughts. So go ahead, John. Hey there, Glenn. It's John here from the Red Dice Diaries. Just been listening to your episode on pacing. I've also watched the YouTube video that you took inspiration from. And I've got to say, I pretty much agree. There's one thing I thought I'd ring in to suggest. Uh, I'm also a big sort of proponent of having like a scheduled rest break, maybe about halfway through the session. And also you can flex that a bit if like you're in the middle of something, you don't have to like cut it dead or whatever. But I find having that regular sort of rest break about halfway through means people are used to that. They know they can go for a rest break at that time. So people aren't having to like nip away during the session because they can just wait a bit. Also, knowing I've got a rest break halfway through means that if they do do something unexpected, I can then just sort of, while they're having the rest break, quickly check my notes, maybe scribble a few things down, and also use that to sort of get get myself together and plan for the stuff that they're going to be doing. So if I if they do do something unexpected and I need a bit of time to plan, and it's at the start of the session, I don't have to sort of ride it out until the end of the session or cut the session short. I've just got to ride it out and um, sort of fill in until that sort of half-time break. Then I get a bit of a breather. I can scribble some notes down, like prep for the second half of the session. Or, as you were saying, if they do something unexpected in the second half of the session that I've really not planned for, I've only got the second half of the session, then I need to ride it out until the end. Anyway, enjoy the episode, dude. Take care, and I'll catch you soon. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's good that we're all in, you know, I just want the folks to realize, me and John, we tend, tend to be on the same page a lot. So if it sounds like a little bit preaching to the choir, sorry. But it, it's great that he does that. He agrees with me, but he also comes up with some good stuff himself, like what he just did. He said a halftime break, schedule the halftime break in it. And I think that's a great idea. It's funny because in my regular, say when I'm running the Monday games and stuff, we naturally find a break point somewhere like just before a big battle or something like that. And a lot of times, even with Carlos, a lot of times it's not like 
he may be doing notes and stuff, but I may be doing notes and stuff. But it's a time of, okay, everybody who needs to go to the bathroom, get something to drink, blah, 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 blah. And so I use those precious minutes to work on the rest of the game. And yes, you have to be prepared if your players do something totally that you didn't expect. Now, as you know, the way I run it, I welcome that. But at the same time, I need my I need some time to get my brain into gear. You know what I'm saying? You know, if it hits, you know, bam. I would stop in the middle of an action. Somebody's action say, okay, then I fire the fireball at that guy. And I just go, okay, let's take a break. And then think about it. I let them do whatever they need to do. And it may not look like I'm doing anything behind that screen during the break, but my mind is going a mile a minute. And I may look at a few charts, a few things like that. And by the time they jump back in, I says, okay, you fire the fire about that guy. This is what happens. You're in a town, huh? Okay. You're in an alley. Okay. Um, how far were you centering the fireball? Okay. And okay, let it loose. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, huh. Hmm. Let me roll on a chart. Oh, goodness. Okay. The guy makes his save, so he takes half damage. You guys are far enough away, but that bum who was sleeping behind the trash cans over there, he didn't make his save. He's taken. How many dice of damage? Ooh, man, you guys are in for it. For, plus, you, you know, you, you, a couple of trash cans, you fried a couple of alley cats. And so that, you know, then I go from there. So that works great. I think the, the good, I think the good uh, rule of thumb is, at least with my group, maybe not a halftime break, but find out how many hours, just rough ballpark. Because some people say, okay, let's play and see how long it goes. And you can roughly ballpark how long the session's going to be. Say it's a five-hour session. And I would say that schedule a break two-thirds of the way through. Because I don't I don't want to do half. I mean, halftime, you know, fine. That's, you know, your mileage may vary. If it works for you, it works for you. But I want to do it two-thirds because knowing my group and knowing the groups I've run, about halfway point, they're really getting into it. And they're really going. And the game is clicking on all cylinders. And we're going. I mean, I can always move it to the half, but I'd rather do the two-thirds because that's like, okay, we're coming up to the home stretch. You guys want to take a break, go get something to drink, go to the bathroom, whatever? Do it now. You got 10 minutes, five minutes, however long minutes. And so I work on the stuff and, you know, everybody who stays on the table BSs or reads their books or whatever. And then we can, okay, let's jump back in. After <laughs> It's basically, okay, we're going to finish this game after this word from our sponsor. Something like that. Bathrooms. Anyway, so that's kind of the way I would like to do it. I think a two-thirds mark is good. Now, for convention games, you may have to add another one. You may have to move it to the halfway point. Also, when you're in a game, when you're in a convention game, I think it's, it's nice etiquette as players. I think it's good etiquette to tell the... Tell the... Excuse me. Tell the game master of any conflicts as far as, oh, I need to be out of this game by four because I got another one starting up. I mean, yeah, that's bad planning on your part. But at the same time, you know, if if that you know that you should tell the GM. On the other hand, if a GM has a game going and he signed up to play in another game, 
near that time or right afterwards, he should announce that to the players and do his best to try and fit the game into the time slot he has. So there's that. I mean, that includes a break. I would include a break with that too, because that's not fair to the players. Just because you have a game to go to, you can't rush it through. If they need to do something like go to the bathroom, you know, that's, that's not fair to them. So always schedule a break, whether it's halfway, two thirds, some people put it at like, you know, like the first two hour, hour or two. And, you know, they can do that. That's fine. But, you know, you want to get the game going. You also got to see, again, pace. You got to see how the game is going. How the game, how, are they just blasting through this stuff? And you're going to need a sooner break to come up with more stuff? Or, you know, how's it going to work? Anyway, that's my two bits. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. We'll have another one next episode, I believe. And so I'm going to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor, like John Allen does. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. You too can help support this program, and I thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen, of course. You guys are great. Don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young Grognar Podcast. You know how to spell it, Y-U-N-G. Mark C. Wallring's The Awning Albert Podcast. John, Big John Allen, Larges The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until we see you, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.